Today on Good Morning Grand Rapids, man who shot right-to-life volunteer ordered to stand trial, Biden to release 15 million barrels from oil reserve, and Michigan auto insurance rates to spike in 2023. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Today is Friday, October 21st, and this is episode number 30 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. Stay tuned for today's news. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. You've probably seen businesses across nearly every industry starting podcasts. Maybe you've even heard how much impact a podcast could have on your business, but you might not know how to start a podcast, let alone have a high return on your investment. InPhase Media can help you create a powerful podcast that will help increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Go to InPhaseMedia.co to learn more about what a podcast could do for your business. On Wednesday, a judge decided that there is enough evidence to send a man to trial after he shot and injured an anti-abortion volunteer in September. Richard Harvey, 74, is charged with two felony counts of assault and careless discharge of a weapon. The charges stem from an incident in which he shot an 83-year-old woman on September 20th on his property. Joan Jacobson said she went to the home near Lake Odessa as she urged people to vote against Proposal 3. Harvey's wife and Jacobson began arguing, which Harvey told authorities led him to try to intervene. In an interview with Michigan State Police, Harvey said that he ran over with his finger still on the trigger of the gun he was holding and it accidentally went off. Jacobson was shot in the shoulder and she drove to a nearby police department and was then hospitalized. In an interview with News 8 last month, Harvey called the shooting accidental and said he tried to fire a warning shot before going over to his wife. In a separate interview, Jacobson disagreed, saying the shooting was intentional. The prosecution and defense questioned Jacobson and the MSP troopers who responded to the scene. One other witness had a video recording of the incident as well, which police have, and Harvey's next hearing date is scheduled for November 8th. On Wednesday, President Biden announced the release of 15 million barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Reserve as part of a response to recent production cuts announced by OPEC nations. And he says more drawdowns are possible this winter, as his administration rushes to be seen as pulling out all the stops ahead of next month's midterm elections. This drawdown completes the release of 180 million barrels authorized by Biden in March that was initially supposed to occur over six months. That has sent the strategic reserve to its lowest level since 1984 in what the administration called a bridge until domestic production could be increased. The reserve now contains roughly 400 million barrels of oil. In an effort to keep prices down, Biden will also open the door to additional releases this winter, but the administration hasn't detailed how much the president would be willing to tap, nor how much they want domestic production to increase by to end the withdrawals. In an effort to guarantee a baseline level of demand to encourage domestic production of oil, Biden also says that the U.S. government will restock the strategic reserve when oil prices are at or lower than $67 to $72 a barrel. 
According to the Energy Information Administration, a 15 million barrel release would not cover one full day's use of oil in the U.S. According to Frank Macarola, Senior Vice President of Policy, Economics, and Regulatory Affairs at the American Petroleum Institute, Biden has resisted the policies favored by U.S. oil producers and instead has sought to reduce prices by releasing oil from the U.S. reserve, shaming oil companies for their profits, and calling on greater production from countries in OPEC that have different geopolitical interests. And according to him, quote, if they continue to offer the same old so-called solutions, they'll continue to get the same old results. Because fossil fuels lead to carbon emissions, Biden has sought to move away from them entirely with a commitment to zero emissions by 2050. But when discussing that commitment nearly a year ago after the G20 meeting in Rome, Biden said, quote, 335 a gallon. It has a profound impact on working class families just to get back and forth to work. As of right now, AAA reports that gas is averaging 387 a gallon a significant increase since Biden spoke of the pain of gas at 335 a gallon and his hopes to reduce costs. Michigan drivers could soon start paying more for car insurance due to a Michigan Catastrophic Claims Association deficit. Rates are due to increase by $48 next year. The rate hike would take effect in July of 2023 and is not permanent, ending in June 30, 2024. And these hikes come after drivers were given $400 refund checks from the association when they had a surplus of funds. The MCCA, which is a private nonprofit, is currently in an estimated $3.7 billion deficit. A new report shows that's due to declines in the stock market, distributing refund checks, and a court overturning the retroactive elimination of healthcare benefits to catastrophic crash survivors. Proponents of the checks say that when the stock market rebounds, drivers will get that money back in rebate checks. But critics say the move was reckless, and now drivers are paying for it. Many of these opponents are survivors of catastrophic crashes and their loved ones. They've been demanding action by lawmakers to fix no-fault insurance since it was passed. Multiple bills have been introduced to address the issue, but so far they have all stalled in Lansing. You can see the full report from the Michigan Catastrophic Claims Association in the show notes of this episode. This has been episode number 30 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. To stay up to date on the latest news, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Instagram at Good Morning Grand Rapids. The Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media produces podcasts that can help your business increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Learn what a podcast could do for your business at InPhaseMedia.co. Thank you for listening to the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast. Good morning.